Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, welcome back to episode 128 of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. As always, I am your host, Gus. Me llamo Matt. Matt's working on a Spanish. Sounds good. And uh, thank you for joining us, folks. If you're new here, if you're not, welcome back. We don't have anything major planned for this episode. We're just BSing on some current events, talking Kentucky Derby, a barrel pick, some hunting, a little bit of everything else. So stay tuned. Enjoy. Welcome. Hello. Thanks to our Patreon for supporting us. Yeah. Thank you for the Waypoint Network for having us. And as always, don't forget to use code PODCAST on our website to save 20% off all of our awesome shit we have for sale. Yeah. Awesome shit. And then if you want to get in on this hunt that we're getting ready to schedule, you can jump over to Patreon. Join that Patreon group. Patreon.com slash Whiskey and Whitetails, and you can get in there and you can join pretty cheap. Get into the Discord server, and that's where we're going to put all this together, I think. And if you or someone you know is uh, planning or soon going to be getting married, hitched, tying the knot, and you're planning that bachelor party or bachelorette party, either or, we have something to offer. Yeah, we have have some new contacts and some ideas and things. Hit us up and see see what we can do for you with our our whiskey experience and how we can help make your, uh, your bachelor or bachelorette party one to remember. For sure. That sounds super gimmicky. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> uh, well, we decided not to do anything super structured for this podcast. We haven't done one of these in a while. If you've been listening for some time, you know that we have uh, historically sometimes just hop on here and shoot the shit for an hour. Yeah, that's and what we're going to do today. Got all kinds of stuff to talk about. So, so today is Monday, mm-hmm. May the 8th. Correct. Which is National I'll Have a Coke Day. I'll Have a Coke <laughs> Oh, that's such a good reference. If you don't know it, I'm sorry. It just came to me. Uh, but <laughs> also the Jack Daniels, the Jack Daniels and Coke, have you tried it yet? Oh, the one that comes yeah. premium? No, I have not. 
pretty fantastic. Is it? It's a lot of sugar. I mean, but I'm sure it's they did a good job. It's a great blend. You can taste the Jack, mm-hmm. and I mean, and it tastes like Jack. Yeah, tastes like Jack and and Coke. Interesting. So today, go get you one. I think they come in four packs. So go get you a four pack and drink all four today. I might do that. <sighs> I'm thinking about. It. I have one. I have one in the fridge. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I try. I've been pretty good about not drinking during the week, but you know. It's only Monday. You got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of time to fuck that up. So. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The other thing, to, uh, this weekend was pretty crazy. I would imagine we're recording this before the weekend, but oh yeah, the big event this weekend that everyone's talking about, of course, is the coronation of King Charles the Third. Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I there was a horse race somewhere. As a loyal subject, I can't believe I forgot. That's true. You know, we have a whole, we have a whole, um, like we fought a whole war. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my keys. We fought a whole war, so we don't have to give a shit about what goes on Fuck over there. the king, right? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the saying? Yes. It was something along those lines. Unless you're a, an English listener, then, you know, you know, we love your king or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We sat, like, we had some dudes sit in, like, a musty basement in Philadelphia and write this, like, big, yeah. important paper and mail it off to that guy. Not him, but I guess his ancestor? I don't know. I was reading something about this jewel that goes that there was some jewel... That it came from, it was found on the banks of India, and then it was stolen and put inside, like, a Buddhist statue. And then the Afghans owned it, and then there's, like, all these Middle Eastern countries owned it over time, and then the Brits got it, like, in the 16th century or something. Mm-hmm. And a king wore it. It came with a curse. Like, whoever wore it was murdered or betrayed, like, these terrible deaths. Mm-hmm. And then this king wore it, and he was killed. And then one of the queens was like, fuck it, I'll wear it. You know, and she wore it to her coronation. And then it became like a thing because yeah. it didn't, no, no harm came to them. Mm-hmm. And I was reading that this lady, Camilla, his wife, isn't going to wear it because it's currently under dispute. I guess the Afghans are like, we want it back. And the Indians are like, India is like, we want it back. Everybody, everybody's like, we want our shit back, give it back. And so she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to piss them off and wear it during the coronation. <laughs> cool. She was like, psych. Yeah. On a big bling piece big around bling her, piece, on her neck. Two, yeah. middle, two, two middle fingers. Yeah. Come it's, and take it. Instead, she's wearing some crown with like twenty-two diamonds or something. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the crown jewels. Is it like dope? At, yeah, it's. Does it look fake? You know what? It, I was gonna say it's even when you're standing in that room, uh, look in, at the cases, um, and the security in that place is ridiculous. Oh, I bet. But even when you're staring at it, um, it doesn't seem real. Like a Burger King hat. Yeah, man. It's just there's just so much going on, yeah. and and you realize that like the. I don't even know that there's, I don't even know that they can value it. Like, I'm not sure, I'm sure they can, but like when you include things like the historical significance and things like that, there's no way you can put a price to those things. Um, How much is the earth worth? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But man, the amount of jewels and diamonds and things that are, that are in those, those headpieces and like the, uh, whatever it's called, the staff thing that they carry or whatever that's called. Scepter, that, um, it's wild. Just absolutely wild. I just had a brain click. I have a we use a software at work called Scepter, and mm. I was always like, "Where do I know that word from?" Now I, <laughs> I figured it out. Connected two parts of the matrix. You're getting one step closer to getting your uh, your power unplugged by the matrix. Dude, I was listening to uh, this uh, this uh, string theory guy, the guy that invented string theory. Okay, and he was saying that it's probably not possible to have enough computing power to make. Uh, this all is a simulation. Mm. He's like, that's the only reason I don't really believe in it. He's like, I invented string theory, and now I do quantum computing, which is using, it's atomic. Sure. So he's like, you know, I can look at what we're capable of doing, and I just don't see it. 
the rendering. He was like, if you were to do it as an individual, mm-hmm. you're walking through and things are rendering around you, but you would still be able to look out in the distance and be like, man, it's not. Yeah. So then I was like, my brain was like, that's what cloudy days are, dude. When the server goes down for maintenance, <laughs> yeah. like we, we got a, we got a, a foggy morning. Like John didn't show up today, so we got to put fog down. So you know you can't render super far in the distance. Shitty weather is are, are just yeah. That's what he was saying. You couldn't be able to reboots and weather and <laughs> moon phase. There's he was like, there's too much to simulate. Yeah, I get it. But also, I mean, we're talking about we don't know what kind of technology they have. Yeah. We, yeah. we thought the same thing about what AI would be able to do like uh, two years ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. Look at it now. Exponential growth. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. Well, this weekend we're hanging out at Op5. They're having a 22, save the 22 deal. Um, promoting suicide, pr- promoting awareness of suicide. There we go. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you stumble across that one. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to go out there. They're doing a, a light the um, – I guess they're lighting a fire. I don't really yeah, know. They, it's a fire or a my, torch My or understanding is it's like a bonfire okay. or something that they light, and then they keep it burning for yeah. 22 days. So I'm, I guess they take stay out there with mm-hmm. people. People come out and they take shifts, making sure it yeah. stays lit for that 22 days leading up to Memorial Day. Okay. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to go check that out. And then the um, – the guy that was going to do it isn't now, and, and uh, I don't know. There's, I I kind of glossed over it. He was telling me about it, but you know, I, I got so much shit in my head, mm-hmm. I, I can't keep anything straight unless it's written down. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go out there, do a podcast with them, kind of talk about the event, and, and uh, give you some more information on it, so you'll be able to look forward to that coming out soon. I think yeah. I'm going to stay the night. I know you got to get back. Yeah, I'm going to head back, but that uh, we'll see the night. Do they have like that and stuff? They have like like facilities there. Or you can't. I'm bringing a blow up mattress and a and a nice. I think the weather be. In my favor, I'll just sleep in the bed of the truck. The truck, nice. Yeah. I actually That's just uh, I just bought one of those truck bed tents. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. And, um, Jessica, actually. It's convenient. It's her idea. She was like, we should get one of those and go camping more often, just the two of us. Like, yeah. Instead of spending money at a hotel somewhere to, to mm-hmm. get away for a night, let's just go camp. I'm like. As long as it's not 1,000 degrees outside. Yeah. Speaking my language. Even then, I'm, I've been looking at these like little portable AC units. Yeah. Um. I'm sure you've seen them ones that are like handmade out of a cooler. You throw mm-hmm. ice in and it circulates air. And I have one in a car. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a company that made one. Basically, it said, it, you know, let, let's let's quit all the the DIY stuff. Let's still use affordable material, but let's make this so that it actually works and lasts longer. Yeah. Um, and they put together. It's fairly inexpensive. Just take some ice, throw it in there, and set it outside the truck and turn the fan on. Yeah. See how it works. Mine was a bucket, and it had one outer exit, and then you have a fan that pull, blows the air into the bucket, and then it, the the fan came in at the top, and the tube went down to the bottom, so it blows the air through the ice and then out the tube. Yeah, don't need. It doesn't have to be super cold; just enough to. It helped. It wasn't. Uh, you know, I wouldn't sweat my ass off. Right, right. Because there's some days where it's like even the windows down, man. You're, yeah, you're just dying. I like the. I like it for the idea of being able to like if we if we go out to a national forest or somewhere to, mm-hmm. to hunt. Um, I don't know. The true test is going to be to see how much of a pain in the ass it is to set up and, and connect to the truck. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it looks like fun. So, speak of that hunting thing. So, for those involved on the Patreon thing, we're looking at North Carolina. So, there's some CWD lands now that we're going to steer clear of. So, I don't want to go anywhere near it because I don't want to, I just don't want to deal with it because it's every harvest you got to, it's just a whole process. Also, even though we can't get CWD from deer, I don't really want to, I still don't want to eat it intentionally, you know? Yeah, and, and that all the research is, has found that it does not 
cross the you know the, that species no, it's barrier not a cross or whatever. Species disease. But but what if it does? I'd rather not be <laughs> part of the the group that figures right. it out that yeah. for the first time that it does. Yeah. Um, and I me, feel like I, I, just me, I'd have to cook the shit out of it to eat it. Hamburgers. And I, yeah, I don't want to turn a whole deer into hamburger. So yeah, it's actually not. I mean, I would at I this mean, point. With I know, but eighty miles to feed. Yeah, that's a joke. It's not eighty, but it feels like it sometimes. I bet it does. <laughs> that grocery bill is heavy, <laughs> dude. I saw a thing yes the other day. It was like uh, that mid that midweek grocery shop for just a few things, but not the main grocery shop. Yeah. Be costing like 150 bucks. Yeah, I did it yesterday. <laughs> I went, I made that pizza. Yeah. And I got, so part of it was I had a bottle of wine that was 40 bucks because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to do a nice, because they had that, they had the dairy man. Nice. The, uh, the one you like. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I've had them all now. The dairy man's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it was 130 or $40 yeah. for just to make pizza. I know, man. Crazy. It's, it's every week. With three kids, we got to go midweek and f- get some more milk. Mm-hmm. Gets you know, handful of things, and it's like minimum eighty bucks. Sucks. Yeah, but so the game lands. I want you guys to look yep. up. So South Mountains Game Land, Johns River Game Land, and the Pisgah National Forest Game Land. Those are the three that we've kind of like extensively researched and uh, figured out. That's kind of where we want to go, and it seems to be it's southwestern North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in hunting those areas, or you've hunted those areas and want to give us some tips, please reach out. Or if you're just a super awesome listener that has a huge tract of land, and you'd be cool with a handful of dudes camping and hunting for a few days. Respons- responsibly. Responsibly. Of course. Of course. No alcohol. We got a sound for that? <laughs> That's a long one. I forget how long. Yeah, yeah. It's just like thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Yeah, you know if you're if, if if you're cool. If you're not cool, then then don't give us a shout. Yeah, don't give us a shout. Anyways, um, oh, that actually that goes for anything. If you live in South Carolina and you have mm-hmm. property that you don't mind if Gus and I come hunt, uh, yeah, we'll we could find out some kind of rare bourbon exchange. We'll we'll swap you some bourbon for some hunting time. hundred percent. All about, especially if it's not like five hours from Charleston, that'd be great. Yeah, I could buy a few bottles of expensive bourbon to trade for a year of hunting. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got a few bottles of expensive bourbon that I would trade Yeah, for a year of hunting. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So, speaking of bottles. Speaking of bottles. Yeah. Um, Stop calling Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Stop texting and calling Matt. He it's, doesn't know. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know, though. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know because it's not, I, I don't, you know. He's not, happens. Ga- he's not gatekeeping. Yeah, it happens all the time. Like, people see that we have stuff, and, and it's because that's kind of like our role here for, like, the local whiskey market, if you will. Like, we, we sometimes get a bottle, and then we'll throw it in reels before it's released, and, and that's just that's what it is. It's, you know. It's just fun. It's just, we're, we're just making people aware of it, and, and, you know, of course, if we get a cool bottle, we're going to put it up there. So, yeah. you know, there was a bottle being released, some OWA. I had a Gibby's, and I got the bottle early, you know, to make a the, the, a reel out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I know. I don't know when he's releasing it. I don't know anything. I don't. I don't know anything. Yeah. So I've got right after I posted that, I got I don't know six well, the, text messages. Yeah. I got three phone calls. The, the store owners that we that we've developed a relationship with, primarily you, have developed relationships yeah. with, are really cool, and they're they're they 
I mean, really down to earth. They let they let us come in and and taste things and, and get a you know sometimes an early shot at a pick or a bottle. Uh, but with that also comes a, a, some mutual you know respect and appreciation. We're not going to go out and let fifty people know exactly what day to come in. And I also get, don't know. And I, like well, I, what, I, what I was going to get to is that they are still running a business. Yeah, and they have plans and times and promotions and things that they're working from a marketing perspective that are none of our business. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know what they cost. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I I have no idea. I don't know anything. I I know that I pay, I pay for these bottles. They're not given to me. I just want to make that perfectly clear. We don't, we're not, sometimes companies will send us bottles, but the local stuff I pay for them. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if I get it cheaper than you do. I don't know if I get it for more expensive than you do. I well, don't know if we pay the same price. And if people no are rolling their eyes going, uh, bullshit, if we didn't pay for them, we wouldn't be continually invited back to to do the things we do. <laughs> right. That happens because we support them. Yeah. We support them yeah. as a business, not just, you know, yeah. it's, it's a two-way street. So, And we've been saying this from the beginning. It's like, how do you find this stuff? It's, it's, it's called a relationship. You have to have a relationship with a store owner. And it's hard, especially today when nobody wants to talk to anybody in person. They just want to text and call or, or you know. Yeah. You got to go in there and you got to, I mean, there was a point in time where I did not know Caleb Gibson. There was a point in time that I did not know Chris. I mean, right. there, there's a. And, 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 and to be fair, this isn't like a one stop in the, sh- in the store, strike up a conversation. No. And the next day you're, you're, you know, helping with a barrel pick. The- I can't afford to know any more stores. So I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> Cause I have to buy, I have yeah. to go to, I go to two different ones and that's where I buy my whiskey from. Yeah. That's where I buy it from. Yep. One of the two places. And, and I'm pretty even to spread on, yeah. on who gets what. Um, and I have a great relationship with both of them. It's, but it's, you know, relationships, be it store owner, uh, store owner, consumer, or husband, wife, or whatever, they require give and take from from yep. both ends. And so, if you're not willing to put in the time, spend a little money, make some small talk, get to know the store owner a little bit mm-hmm. before you start making asks, before you start, I, I'm not. I don't gonna, ask for anything ever. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's offered to me. Yeah, I did ask Caleb if I could buy half of the bottles that he had, <laughs> and he laughed and said, "That's a good try." And I said, "All right, well, I'll well, just take I a had case. To try. I'll just take a case then." And he said, you, "You'll get one." You'll get and one I was bottle. like, "I was like one case." And yeah. he's like, "One bottle." <laughs> so I, I I wanted a case because I wanted Patreon to be able to buy them. Yeah. You know, at whatever it costs me. But here's the thing: I don't know what OWA costs. Mm-hmm. Let's say it costs him sixty bucks. Right. It doesn't. I'm sure it's cheaper. I don't know. I have no idea. Let's say he sells it for 120. Mm-hmm. So to hook me up with a bunch of bottles at cost, I mean, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, no. I'll hook you up. I'll, I'll give you that cost. Saying I paid at cost, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. But let's just say I paid at cost. You know, that's like, how much money have I spent in that store? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a ton. How many, so, how many points do you have? Oh, I have more points than anybody. <laughs> more than anybody. King of the hill, king of the mountain. Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, you know. We we do classes Correct. and events and, you yeah. know, whatever. All right, that's enough of that. Okay. I don't know. But, yeah, the bottle is delicious. So when I popped it yesterday and, and took a chug, I was like, wow. Which I've had it before, but for some reason, it being my bottle, it tasted better. Better? Yeah. Nice. It was very good. I enjoyed it. Cool. That's out of there. Uh, we had a lot of markets last weekend, too. Man, we did some markets. Uh, we did... Charleston Night Market twice. We did the Jasper. Um, is that like a, is it like quarterly or is it like spring and then fall? I forget. I think it's spring and fall. It was more, there, there were, there's more going on there than I realized. That's the first one I've been able to make right, it down yeah. to, to to check out. Uh, there's a lot going on there. I'm surprised. I was really surprised they did not have food trucks though. They usually do. Okay. 
But I think it's because there's a restaurant now under the Jasper. And I did. I, think I did see that. I did notice that. So I think probably like, let's. One thing I've noticed about the Jasper is that, and I could say this because none of them are listening, because um, <laughs> we don't have that kind of relationship. But it's strictly business. But uh, one thing I've noticed about the Jasper is that plot of land there. Yeah. If you own a business on that plot of land, it's like a it's like a gang gang secret handshake deal. Like you, I hook you up here, you hook yeah. me up there, and they protect each other's back. So it's like if they were to ever open a. Whiskey and White Tail, not us, some other store. We would never get invited back there. Of course. So not. it's, yeah, yeah. and I mean, it makes perfect sense. But I'm guessing that's why there was no food truck. Makes sense. They they had they had the the mobile the little mobile beer cart thing. Yeah, Wondering Taps. Shout out to Wondering Taps. Great group of. Uh, well, I guess it's just one person, but she's very nice. Yeah, she taught us. She I asked her a lot of questions about the business side of things and learned a lot that we were paranoid about in the past. Yeah. And now I think we were, were you there when they set up. Yes. Does that little thing actually drive? Yeah, they on a trailer. Okay, so they can they can move it. They just obviously didn't drive it there, but it does actually drive. I think it. they pull it on and off the trailer. Oh, okay, because it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's like some little uh, like a little little cart you'd see driving around um, you know, the streets of Italy. Yeah, I was thinking more like Afghanistan. <laughs> That's the wrong accent, but you're getting closer. <laughs> um, no, somewhere in like Japan, like a little oh, rural, yeah, yeah, rural does, town yeah, in Japan, yeah. and Japan no. pulling up on the corner, sell dumplings till they run out, you know, every day. Yeah. Have you had Sarah's dumps? No, bro. <laughs> Sarah's dumps. Yeah, she's a Korean. I don't know if she's. I don't know. She's Korean. I don't know if she's from Korea or, or just Korean descent, mm-hmm. but she's local and she makes Sarah's dumps. Sarah's okay. dumplings. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Their Story Farm sells them. Good stuff, huh? Amazing. Amazing. Steamed. Yeah, you just throw them in a skillet and warm okay. and heat oh, okay. up or whatever, okay, yeah. and, and they're uh, they're like little those like see through dumplings, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man, they're good, really good. Throw a little koi sauce on there, mm-hmm. made from real koi fish. Mm-hmm. Fish sauce is what I meant to say. I don't know why I said koi fish, but anyway, um, it's really good. I think that's what they have all those koi koi ponds for. No, like some of them koi's are you know when I when I, did, I worked landscaping, you know, for, mm-hmm. for a long time, and there was a place it was somewhere in Virginia Beach or Chesapeake or something like that. It was like a manufacturing facility. And so they had, I, we would mow or whatever, and then they had this internal park that was in the middle. Like an, the building was a square, and there was a square in the middle. Yeah, It yeah. was all open. And we had to go in there and spray for weeds. And all, and they it was, the entire thing was this giant koi pond with little tiny bridges, and they yeah. had like the, the sand pit with the posts where you do sand art or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I guess it was a, I don't want to, an Asian-owned company. I don't sure. know. Which flavor? But it was, it was dope though. Yeah, that they sounds had, cool. They had huge koi fish, and they were like thousands of dollars. The guy said, "For some fish, for some fish." <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh I, so I, much. I, uh, well, watching when you started to laugh to when you finally, <laughs> I figured I it out. It <laughs> Did um, I was thinking because I work. Let me explain that. I work in computers. There's different flavors of Linux. That's the reason I said that. I understand. I got it. Yeah. But I just, my brain immediately goes to, oh, people are going to hear <laughs> versus what they're going <laughs> to. Like or <eat>. taste. <laughs> what the? Uh, yeah, I did not mean that in any kind of. Did you guys ever, did you guys ever kill any, uh, any animals by accident? Uh, hornet, like ground hornets. Oh, I know. I just meant like. Uh, they come out and hit. Oh, I killed a rabbit one time. Like I ran over a little rabbit's den. Oh, that sucks. I was thinking more like the, the, the koi pond, like. Ever accidentally like spray stuff oh, no, too no, close no, and no. get in the water and kill there was like a guy that ten thousand dollars worth of fish. No, he, he, there was a guy that made, that stood out there. Like, oh, really? Yeah, 
Jesus. Like, I guess he was the keeper of the koi, which is my new back piece. Koi keeper. Koi keeper. I had an uncle or something named Koi. Yeah, that's a very country white kid yeah. name. Yeah. Koi. Great uncle. I don't know what he was. Relative. My grandma's brother. Is that uncle? Yeah. Like a great uncle. Great uncle. There uh-huh. you go. We figured it out. Case closed. And we're done. All right. Uh, so VPA oh, sent yeah. us a box. Shout out to those guys. That was a fun podcast. Uh, yeah, they sent was us a box with some good some some goodies. You got to shoot already. Yeah, straight out the box, right in the bullseye. Yeah, yeah, that was right in the kiss. That was funny. But that being said, I was already shooting. You were shooting those their right. VPA broadheads. Right. So. I have uh, I have that bow case for you in the truck, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I am going to look at this mess. Sweet segue, bro. Yeah, sweet good job. I am flying. So they invited us to an event. Once the podcast is over, we talked for a little bit. But they invited us to an event, um, called Shot IQ, mm-hmm. where the guy teaches target panic. And, like, if you go to the website, the very first thing you see is Joe Rogan saying how good Shot IQ was. So I was like, oh, I see now why it's so expensive. But anyway, so um, invite, I guess it's limited seating. I don't know. But it's in Indiana. Okay. So it's in a, a it's like an hour from Fort Wayne, Indiana. So I looked into flights to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. Pretty expensive from here. And they were like nine hours, ten hours because it was so many layovers. Oh, geez. No, thank you. no thanks. So then I looked at Indianapolis. Not bad, but it's a pretty good drive. Yep. But Kyle lives in Valparaiso or whatever, right outside Chicago. So I was like, well, I'll just fly into Chicago. So I bought a LifeLock case to bring my pistol. Nice. And booked a flight to Chicago. So I'm going to drive 45 minutes from Chicago to Kyle. Then the next day, drive to where the event is. Uh-huh. And then just, like, hang out. And then my the only flight out I could get was 630 in the morning, Sunday morning. Uh-huh. So Saturday, I'd either have to... Get up, at, which I, ran, I figured I was three and a half hour drive. <sighs> so then I found a place called South Bend, Indiana. Sounds familiar. It does, right? But I don't know why. But anyway, That's I'll cool. find out eventually. Yeah. So I canceled my trip and then booked through South Bend because it's kind of central. So I can yeah. drive an hour to Kyle. Then two hours to the event, and mm-hmm. then it'll be an hour back to the airport. That's that's that sounds like a better plan for the weekend. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to do that, and uh, there was no rental cars. In that airport. Of course not. So I had to get on Toro, and I found for $65 a day, I rented a brand new Chevrolet Malibu. It's pretty nice. Nice. Chrome rims on from it. A, from our user? Yeah, from a, from a guy. Oh, an owner? Okay. Just from a guy. beware that they can and will cancel last minute when they get a, you know, a tender date, and they need that yeah. car, and they'll leave you high and dry. That happened to me. Yeah, I'm aware. And uh, if that happens, then I'll just hang out at the hotel. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll just get a hotel. I'll just get a hotel and wait till Sunday morning and fly back. Yeah, it sucks. I'm sure there's something to do Uber. in South Bend. Yeah, I'm not going to Uber that far. Kyle would probably come get me, but then it's like I'm going to miss the event. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know. It could be a giant travesty this trip. And I'm going alone, and I, told, I was telling the wife about it. She's like that. Seems stressful and not enjoyable. And I was like, do I think, I think the reason I'm doing it that way is because it is stressful, but I'll enjoy it. Because you're by yourself. Yeah, because I'll be like, I'm going to figure this out. Whatever happens, I'm going to figure I it out. I enjoy traveling by myself. I do too. Like, airports, layovers, the whole thing, like, it can be stressful, but, like, navigating that and doing it all my, like, by myself in my yeah. own head, just take kind of taking the world on, it's fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the driving around. Like, I've never been to Indiana. Don't even know what it looks like. Yeah. Is it flat? What you described is not stressful. You want stress? Yeah. Take three kids to eat at where the wherever the fuck. And yeah, I'm gonna say no. That's stressful. I would also probably get arrested <laughs> if I took three, three kids to eat somewhere. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Uh, VPA. Yeah, the new broadheads are dope. The 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 ones that we got, the single bevel, mm-hmm. non-vented. I think I should. I didn't bring yours. That's all right. I'll give them to you Saturday. That works. I've got. They sent four different sets. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. That is very nice of them. Thank you. If you yeah. guys are listening, I thank you guys that. very much. And we made a real. I don't know if they've seen it. Whatever. But we'll have to shoot some deer with it this year. Hundred percent. Especially now that I've learned that Irish Springs is a deer repellent, and I've been wearing it for. We're using it as soap for the past 15 years, <laughs> which explains why I used to kill deer, and I, it's really hard for me to do that now. Well. It, it explains the blowing, because you know I get blown at crazy. Yeah. Well, I figured it was just because you moved around a lot in the I stand. Don't. I'm fidgety, but. It's just because you stink. I drink four or five Benadryls and take four or five Benadryls. And, how's that go? I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> From YMH. Oh, uh, say what you're gonna do. <laughs> take four, take ten or fifteen Benadryls. <laughs> he's talking about God. He's talking about doing things to himself. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what's called. There's a couple of people yelling at the speaker right now. All right, calm down. Uh, so the Derby this week. Yeah. was this weekend. We're yeah. gonna go ahead and give you our predictions. We're making these predictions on Thursday evening. Correct. So, take it for what you want. Do you want to go first? Who'd you pick for number one? Neither T- of us are tippet like... Tippet Trice. Tippet Trice. What number is that, you know? No idea. I wrote my numbers down. Oh, did you? Number one, I, I took Continuar, number 20. That horse has five starts, two firsts, one second, one third. It's a Japanese horse. So I figure what better, you know, how determined. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, I said Raise Cane, which is horse number 16. And number three, I'm going with Sun Thunder. Horse number 13. If I get those right and don't bet on them, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. So Tippet Tippet Trice is number five. That's who I picked for first. Um, Derma Sotagaki, mm, Japanese, Japanese horse. Japanese horse. Number 17, I picked for second place. It's kind of a... And then uh, Raisin Cane, I picked third. That's number 16, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have no real logic behind those picks. I just... just just what I went with. I looked a little bit. I looked at odds, and I looked at um, starts versus wins. Yeah, Forte has, like, Forte, six of the last seven, has won his last six, or her last of the six of the seven races. Forte's in a lot of the news articles I've been reading. Everybody's like, Historically, though, it doesn't bode well for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, last year's upset was wild. It was. I remember the house we watched that, and everybody was screaming at the TV. And I was, like, drunk on my 16th uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm actually glad I won't be around for the Derby. We'll be at Afa because uh, I always get pinned in mint julep duty. Yeah, I don't want to sit, sit all day making cocktails. No. And mint juleps are so Unless sticky. you're paying me for it. No, I just, it's like friends, you know. Like, oh, I'll bring the mint julep stuff because I have the cups and everything. Mm-hmm. But my freezer is fucking broke, so I don't have any ice. Eche. That sucks. You don't really have a kitchen right now. I don't. <laughs> Everything I own in my kitchen is like stacked up on the counter. I'll tell you what, folks. I'm going to give you a little tip of advice. Every once in a while, you should roll your refrigerator out and make sure your water lines aren't slowly leaking everywhere, ruining your subfloor. And uh, yeah, it's bad. When we open the bottom of the like the crawl space and look in there, all the insulation is laying on the ground. <laughs> so you look over there and the floor is black. Soaked. 
That sucks, man. What sucks is the insurance company is pissing me off. I don't think they're going to cover it. That's but what they do. If they do cover it, the guy it was funny because the guy came in and he was he did the inspection and he was walking. He was like ten minutes in. He was like, "Man, I got some good news for you. You're going to get a brand new kitchen out of this." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I don't know if insurance is going to pay for it, but you're going to get a brand new kitchen out of this." And I was like, "Great, perfect. That's, that's fucking." Funny. And he has like a little water meter that they can tell how wet something is through. Like tile, really? Yeah, it was wild. So he started like at the fridge, and just as he's moving out, tile by tile, the number went down and down. But uh-huh. it's it was, it's huge. I don't know how long it's been leaking, but it had to be a while. Yeah, especially since it's not something you could hear. Like it was quiet in the house; you didn't hear anything sputtering or like no. running water. No. So it was obviously slow enough that it was. What it is is the line that goes to the ice machine, and then the actual spigot on the wall mm-hmm. was just like dripping. So I had two leaks. But when the ice machine would kick on, you'd hear, you know, filling the ice. Right. Well, it was also spraying the wall. Ugh. Yeah. And then it's warm back there. There's no air airflow because the cabinets are built around the refrigerator. So it just created the perfect environment For to mold. ruin my day. Well, I'm sorry that happened. Me too. At least you have a home and a kitchen to be ruined. Some people don't have that. Yeah. I'm glad you're renting so you don't have to worry about it. Same. It's, the, it's, renting that it's the only time where I'm like, eh, maybe not a bad idea. Well, I was talking to somebody about Mexico, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, I got a friend that just moved to Costa Rica. And the guy, I guess the guy sold his house and walked away with like $600,000. And he was like, are you going to buy something in Costa Rica? And he was like, fuck no, I'm going to rent. Yeah. Because you could rent for like $300 a month. And he was like, so if you divide... Six hundred thousand by three hundred. I'm good for a few years. Yeah, uh, and I don't have to repair anything. I won't have to spend money on fixing anything. Because the insurance is cheaper. Because you just have renter's insurance instead of homeowner's insurance. I mean, it, all of it was cheaper. Yeah, renter's insurance is great. I bet it is. And you're covered. It's like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. Next home I own will have to meet some pretty specific criteria. Yeah. Before I buy again. Like what? Just property, amount of property, acreage, size, things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need some acreage as well. If I, if I don't go to Mexico, then I'm going to need some uh, mileage. Acreage. Acreage. Yeah. And now we scream. Ah! Why? I don't know. It's on a TV show I was watching. Okay. The Eric Andre show. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, talking to a guest, and then he turns to the microphone, and he's like, and now we scream, and he just starts screaming. I thought it was funny. That show has been stuck in my head. Crazy obnoxious. Show's wild. Show's wild. Check it out. Yeah. In top news today, Bloomberg News front page, the shortage that could ruin the bourbon industry. And that just happens to be episode 101 of the Whiskey and White Tales podcast, as you can go check it out. We already talked about it. Yep. Bloomberg, you're slow. Slow on the news there. But it's there. That's what their front page was. Interesting. But I think that the bourbon industry is already on the way to ruin, as we've discussed before. Ruin or just slowing down? It's. I mean, not, yeah, it's slowing down a lot. Yeah. A whole lot. And I did see, remember, remember we were talking about um, an idea that I had that's to, like, get a warehouse and fill it full of bo- barrels from where, where, like, wherever. Mm-hmm. And then we could make our own, blend our own whiskey. Somebody just did that. Mm. But instead of that, it's barrel picks. 
you come in and you can taste from all the barrels that they have in this huge warehouse. Like they set up a t- like, what are your flavor profiles? Yeah. And they'll, they'll pull down six samples from six different barrels and I'll give you a tour of the warehouse or whatever. And, uh, and then you can barrel your own whiskey from there. Interesting. Yeah. And then once again, see, that's what I'm saying. If you got a lot of money and you're like, man, I wish I knew some people with smart ideas where I could make money. ROI, if you will. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Because every once in a while, we have these ideas that, uh, you know, we should miss on a bunch of money right there. Because you know people are going to, I'm going to do it. It'll be fun. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. To just go and be like, yeah, I want to blend my own shit. To own a warehouse and just let, just let people come taste stuff and let them blend their own shit all day. Well, I meant for me to just go. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I know Jay Mattingly does it in a small scale, but this was like a massive Rick house. That's what I'm saying. That would be cool to own. It'd be cool to do too. Is my point? Yeah, no, for sure, it'd be fun to do. Yeah. Do you, do they tell you where the barrels came from, or are they just I'm sure so, they do. source and? Uh, I would. This this section of the warehouse. It's is all the here's the Bardstown section. Mm-hmm. Here's the MGP section. That's exactly how I do it. I would I would make sections of whatever, and then I'd have like a mystery. <laughs> you get discounts on the mystery barrels, and that'll be like smaller distilleries nobody cares about. Oh. Port distilleries. Yeah. Or stuff you could buy cheap. Just make all the barrels nothing but JTS Brown. Just cheap. I mean, it's good whiskey. And you tell them it's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to buy this desk? (laughs) (laughs) We are moving out. Yeah. Moving out. Uh, The studio's been nice, but... um, we just don't use it enough. No, we don't use it enough. We're going to record from home, and then we're going to be we're going to use um, the funds that we're going to pay for the studio to hopefully do more trips, more hunting trips, more yeah, know, bourbon related trips, mostly hunting trips, and uh, that'll be more fun. Yeah, I think that we'll have a lot more fun with the money. Yeah. I'm ready to not write a check every month for this place that yeah. I come to once. When a month. are we out? June first. I think I think the end of June we're done. I'll double check. Okay. So we got uh, one more month of payment. Mm-hmm. One more. Sick. Sick. That'd be it, man. It's Looking going forward to it. Yeah, same. It'd be nice to be able to do a podcast from the house, and uh, we we got this place because we thought we'll interview a lot of local people. But even local people are like, I'll just. You care if I just call in? Yeah, can we just do a Zoom? Yeah, we can do Zoom, whatever. Yeah. If you don't want to come here and drink and have a good time, then, yeah, we'll just do Zoom. Probably fine with me. It's it's more convenient. It just gives us more flexibility so we can schedule more guests anyways. Yeah. We can can record multiple times a week ourselves if we want to, um, not having to dance around so many work schedules and event schedules and everything else. We just... Hey, you gonna be at home tonight? You gonna be home tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know, hit you up at nine o'clock after the kids go to bed and we can, whatever, shit like that, you know? It'll work nicely, I think. I think so too. And, uh, yeah, it'll be good to, and then the other thing is we we get, we're, we apologize to everybody that's got directions here thinking that this was a storefront. That happens pretty often and, uh, are bad, I guess. We don't really have it stated anywhere. This yeah, time. I was going to say, don't get too mad at us. It's not, yeah. it's kind of your fault. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but we're going to go to a P.O. box now, I think. 
Yeah, do a PO box, and uh, that'll be way cheaper than rent. Yeah, was <laughs> a PO box like thirty dollars? It's maybe like twenty bucks a month. Maybe perfect. Yeah, yeah, twenty dollars. We could get a storage unit for other stuff too. Cheap. Well, we have a storage unit and a trailer, and a we need to sell our trailer. Oh, that's the other thing. If you if you know anybody that wants a a f- two double axle. How far? How big is it? 16 foot. 16 foot enclosed. It's got a six foot ceiling, which is not common. It's a nice trailer. It's a nice trailer. And then the inside has been garage floor painted, so it's durable. And we've been using tarps in there. So the floors basically look, the trailer looks brand new. Yeah, it's very nice. The outside has, believe it or not, black whiskey mold on it, but it's okay. It'll it'll come off. Yeah. Come it'll buff off. off. Uh, it'll buff out. But if you know anybody wants that, we're getting ready to sell that to... Because we just have a new way of moving barrels. We don't need a trailer anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want to buy some barrels? Yeah. We got barrels. We got barrels to get out of there, too. Yeah. Um, if you're local in the Charleston area, particularly, uh, let us know. Get uh, get some barrels your way. Yeah. Um, also, the studio barrels, we've got four or two barrels cut in half. So we got four half barrels. If anybody wants those in the local area. It'd be cool to like sit in a bar and you have like half a barrel instead of a whole barrel clogging up space. Yeah, there's a barber shop in Goose Creek, um, Outlaw Barbershop, and mm-hmm. this is how that's how they've built out their uh, their, their, their barber stations yeah. with barrels and half barrels. Looks nice. pretty cool. Yeah, well, we have that. Also, we got some shelving in here, <laughs> and chairs, <laughs> and chairs, and curtains. Yeah, we got some sound deadening curtains. I might actually take one of these to use on my for myself. Yeah. That or I get the foam things. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, we're just changing things up around here. We're also going to be doing more events, I think. Yes. Our company and we, we and the company, changes. We're morphing. We're going through changes. We're, we're, yeah, we're going through changes. Yeah. There, there is, we, as, as we have continued to meet people and build relationships and network, you hear, how many times do you hear in business and school and whatever, uh, networking, 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 people, people, people. Well, as we've done just that, we have, we have, we're starting to grow and find a more and more demand for what we do in our classes and mm-hmm. that kind of experience. Um, and so we're going to lean in on that and double down on doing more of that this year. And um, so it's all part of the plan. And I was thinking about it earlier too, like all the people that we tried to collaborate with in the bourbon community, if you will. Sure. I'm so glad none of that worked out because what we're doing now is way more exciting. It's going to be, it's way more exciting. It's going to be way more fun. Yeah. I think. And, uh, and it's our thing. Like it's, it's unique. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm also excited about it. Yeah. Looking forward to the, to the, what's, to what's coming. We also, we have a, that Weller, uh, box set that we bought. It's every Weller color and variation we were discussing whether we uh maybe our last episode in here maybe we maybe we drank them yeah yeah we should do that we'll just split each bottle and they're little two ounce pours that would be fun maybe we film that yeah yeah i'll have to find the cameras (laughs) (laughs) maybe film that and put that cameras right here yeah sure also, when we go, when we move out of here and we start doing things remotely, uh, we'll be back on YouTube. Yeah, we're gonna. But it'll it'll make, uh, believe it or not, being remote. As stupid as this fucking sounds, being remote is gonna make. Yeah. Filming the podcast easier. Yep. That's why a lot of the podcasts you see that are remote, they are filmed and on video. 
it's hard to do it in the studio. And we get asked about it a lot. It's like we had the camera problems with them shutting off. Like most cameras are not yeah. made to run more than 30 minutes. And then the camcorder we had, it, the quality wasn't really that great. We don't have the space yeah. for the multiple camera angles and lighting that that yeah. really requires in a studio or a so dedicated resource in person to sit behind and make sure none of that shit's happening. Right. Yeah. Um, so it'll just be easier to use our cameras as webcams. We can film through some uh, some streaming software and, you know, barring saying something stupid that needs to be completely edited out. You can just export and throw it on. Yeah. You know, throw it up there. I mean, the work, with workflows, you can create intros and, and outro templates and stuff, and it makes it pretty, mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. So, What are we going to do with those? I was just thinking about, I was going to ask you what we should do with these. I mean, we op- we opened the other ones and sent them as uh, Patreon things, right? I don't know. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Yep. So we're talking about these uh, blends that we did through a distillery. We have a whiskey and rye tails, and then we have a buck and bond bourbon. And we only got two bottles of each. Both of those names are my ideas, and they're pretty terrible. So I'm sorry. I think they're fine. I'm sorry. I think they're good. Uh, my whiskey and rye, the one that we had, that that's completely gone. This is definitely, the rye was the definitely rye was way the, better. Way better. 100% agree, yeah. yeah. That was a good time, too. We drank quite <laughs> a bit. Yeah. It's funny looking back at those pictures and uh, the wives are just kind of along for the ride. We were like kids in a candy store. Like, mm-hmm. let's try this barrel. Let's try this barrel. Ooh, too hot. Mm, too yeah. cold. Too just cold. right. Just right. <laughs> the porridge. Yeah, I don't know what to do, man. We should find a time and place to open them. Yeah, we should. I'm down for that. Also, shout out to uh, Josh for that turkey he killed. Yeah, man. Good looking bird. That was a great looking bird. He uh, FaceTimed me. I was in a meeting, so I couldn't oh, answer yeah. it. So I, as soon as I came back out, I like FaceTimed him back. And I knew I knew what it was on a FaceTime. Like, sure. nobody, nobody FaceTimes me <laughs> except Lamar took us. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, FaceTime me and good looking bird. It was a good looking bird. Told it- me the whole story. Went out there and. Not a lot going on, and uh, he saw, I can't remember, I think it was a groundhog or something, saw a, uh, a rodent, and he went to sneak up on the rodent to kill it and uh, shot at it and then got a shot call. <laughs> and he was like, no way. He just started walking <laughs> over there and got to where he thought it was, mm-hmm. called a little bit, and Turkey came running in. No kidding. Yeah, he was like, it was 15 minutes. That's that's awesome. Yeah, great hunt. Turkey hunting is so funny. Hunting in general is so funny because you can have a hunt like that that just weird circumstance in 15 minutes you're done. Mm-hmm. And then you have other ones where it's like you're in the woods for f- two weeks nonstop. Yep. Until you finally catch a break. It's, uh, it's why and it's called hunting. Things like me shooting TSS loads and the bird 60 yards out and I'm like, do I destroy my shoulder on a, and hope that yes. I hit it 60 yards out? Yes. And then I didn't. <laughs> And I was like, it's okay, I'll come back. And then I haven't been back since. Turkey won't go up. Turkey will be long gone and... and the season's over now. Oh, I know. I know. Did yeah. you get out once? I got out exactly zero times. Did you? Dude, it's just, it's... I, I, I talked with Jessica about it, actually, she, and she was like, you you really haven't hunted much. And I was like, I... Between sports and markets and events and then just haven't had time. And she's like, well, you really need to make an effort to do that. You know, it's really... It's, you really enjoy it. I said, I... Had, yeah, you're not playing hockey anymore either, right? I haven't played hockey in, in almost a year now too, man. Yeah. It's just it's not like it's not like I'm okay with it, but it's but I am okay with it. Like I understand that life happens and seasons come and go in life and right now I'm we're busy with things. Um Doesn't it seem lot, like lot life of, is moving really fast for some reason? <sighs> Tell me, dude, you have no idea. 
It's I, like I get so I, I get regular reminders of like uh, through Facebook. It'll do you like um, you know five years ago today, and it'll show a picture of like the kids, and it's it's a constant gut punch. Like yeah, fuck, man, like it just goes by so fast. Um, like someone said, I saw a post today that said by the time your kid's eighteen, they have spent ninety three percent of the amount of time they're going to spend with you at home. Gavin is going to be seventeen this year. Yeah, he's about to be gone. Yeah, man. Assuming he gets his license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will. But it's just one of those things. It's like you just, you get so busy caught up in the race trying to do for, for your family and create a life for your family that's better than you had it, mm-hmm. even if just a little bit, and set your kids up to have opportunities better than you did, even if it's just a little bit, that it's easy to get caught up in that and, and lose, lose sight of what you got right in front of you. So it's why, and I, you know, Speaking of not having hunted very much, like when I do have free time, I feel guilty just going out to the woods by myself. So I don't know, whatever, man, we'll I'll figure it out. I get that. I mean, I, I get that in a sense, like there's a lot of things that because I'm gone a lot, it's like I days that I, I have nothing going on, I would feel bad leaving the wife at home. Yeah. I mean, I know it's just a wife and it's not about, you know, 17 kids or whatever you have. But, but, that, but you two are what you have. Like there's, yeah. there's, there's no reason to compare or say it's one still is less than the other. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I feel and she's like, I don't care. Please later. Please go hunt. Yeah. I'm like, no, I know. I just like, for instance, in the evening, sometimes we'll, we'll watch a couple shows or whatever. Sure. And it's like, even if I have something to do, I'll still hang out. And I know she does too. Like she's trying to get a new job and like, so mm-hmm. studying and stuff and getting certs. And, and I think she's the same thing. She doesn't want to be like, okay, well no, you sit down here by yourself and do nothing. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, we, I, and the same thing, man. It's it's, it's life, you know. I'll, uh, I'd rather sit and I, I tell just all the time. I kids go to bed. Let's let's hang out. You want to play a board game? You want to sit here and just talk? You want to watch TV show? We watched a couple episodes of we're, we're watching the show um, on Netflix, uh, Night Agent. Um, yeah, I'm seeing it. it's it's pretty good. Um, so we watched a couple episodes of that, and it's like I still had some things I needed to do. Um, so she went upstairs to get ready for bed, and I took like thirty minutes to. You know, I easily could have spent two hours mm. doing shit, but it is what it is, man. Time management, figure it out, you move on. Yep. Um, you can do any fishing. I really want to go fishing. I haven't been fishing in years, man. You know, that was my thing. I know, man. That's and This is the time of year, too. I really... Um, That's the reason I didn't turkey hunt ever, because I fished in the spring. I, I, I'd like to go out and get... Uh, I'd like to fill the freezer with some, some mahi. Yeah. Diversify my uh, freezer. I, well, we know plenty of people that would go. I know, and Andy still has never been offshore, so she would be all about it. I've never been offshore either. No, Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Fourteen years I've lived here, I've never been offshore. Wow, I did not know that. No, it's fascinating. I bet. I don't. It's know a how, lot of fun. You get out there. I don't know it's how like fair. That makes me nervous. Yeah, you might get a little. Most people get sick. I don't. Yeah. But just bring some drama, man. I think it's just like that cave thing where you stand in the cave and you're like, at any minute, I could be, I could be dead. Yeah. And it's the same thing there. It's like, at any, like, it's nothing's going to happen, but yeah. I saw a video you're, you're out there. Like there's yeah. no cell phone service. Oh, no. I mean, it's, you're out there. If there's a, if something, if the, if the boat breaks in half, I, you, I don't know. I don't know. You might get eaten by a shark. You know? <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, I saw a video yesterday and it was a guy throwing uh, bits of fish or something into the water. And the water was fairly calm. And these giant tuna were hauling ass and coming 
probably just a foot or two below the water mm-hmm. and snatching the, this bait or this meat. And as fat, as big as they were and as fast as they were moving and not disrupting the surface of the water oh, at yeah. all was mind-blowing. It's just, just like the ocean is terrifying. There's a lot of stuff that lives in the ocean. Dude, it, and a lot of it's obviously moves quickly. Oh, yeah. And uh, Well, they got to because the predators move dude, quick. It's wild, man. Is, yeah, once you become place. over a certain size of as a fish, you you got to be pretty quick <laughs> to survive. Yeah, but yeah, this fish is great. I, it's, um, I would love to. There's not really any tuna out here anymore. Um, there used to be a ton, but yeah, in the Charleston area, it's like it's just not. It's I think once in a while you get a pod lost here and there, but yeah. Tuna fishing isn't that great out of here, but you can go a little bit further south and it's and it's and it's good. The other thing that drives me crazy too is snapper, red snapper. So you can get you can catch vermilion snapper. Mm-hmm. They kind of look the same, but uh, red snapper is protected except for like three days out of the year, so you can catch them for three days. Yeah, but if you go out there to catch vermilion, you will catch five red snappers for every vermilion you catch, <laughs> which is crazy. And you, what sucks is like you have to stab them in the in their bladder so they can sink again. Yeah, because when they come up, their eyes are all bulging out of their head. Yeah, yeah, and then you throw them back in there and. Nowadays, there's laws on it. You have to have a sinker, so you like clip it to it, yep, and then you sink them, right? Um, but it was then, even then, they're still probably going to die. Yeah, if 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 you want to know more, which is nuts, more they, about that, you can listen to our seaweed spotlight series from oh, yeah. 2022. That's right. When we we spoke with, uh, I'm gonna, his name's going to slip my mind something. now, Captain or yeah, uh, but he was he was a, a uh, he was in charge of a huge section of, of this part of the coast and um, all the, the federal laws and everything that deal with like wildlife management and fisheries and stuff. So mm-hmm. he talks all about those laws and the rules and, and why they why they implement them and and what uh, you know, why they're important. I guess it was but, a seaweed spotlight with the Coast Guard. Yep, the exactly. easy way to find that. But check it out. Yeah. But yeah, we should uh, we should go offshore. I didn't know you've never been, or we would have made this happen before now. And it, I could t- I could make uh, uh, phone calls to a handful of people, and we have plenty to fill up a charter. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's they're they're not cheap, but the thing is, is like you can put a lot of people on. Yeah, but I would like to get a really nice one. Like if we're gonna do it, if for Andy's first time, I don't want her to go out there in something where she's like, "Are we gonna die?" Yeah, no, me either. And the bigger the boat, the less. Yeah. Moving around, it does. Which well, I want to do a sport fisher with like a fighting chair and all that. And yeah, yeah. That's what I, when I when I think of offshore, that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. To I do. don't want to go hang out over the side with a, a regular rod and, and pull in stuff unless you know the other fishing is just not very good. Strap me into a chair. Yeah, let me feel power. I just, well, most of them now use like the auto reelers, but if you've never reeled in a fish like that, I mean, it took Fun. us forty or almost fifty minutes to pull in the swordfish. Yeah, each one that we mm-hmm. killed, like that's. 50 minutes of reeling and pulling on your back. I mean, it's rough, dude. You're yeah. sweating and it's hot. Sounds fun. Yeah. That's an experience. It is. And, uh, yeah, we should definitely we should definitely plan that. I'm going to write that down. Fishing charter. If you live in the Charleston area, if you own a fishing charter, or you know somebody that does and you want to put us in contact, that's the easiest route. We're going to pay for it, obviously, but we'd love to go with somebody, supporter of the show, or friend of the supporter of the friend. Yeah, show. absolutely. All right. Okay. I think yeah. I'm running out of shit to bullshit about this week. Yeah. That's pretty good. We did 54 minutes about absolutely nothing. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, leave us, leave us a, a rating and a review. 
So I'm seeing these ratings, but th we're not seeing the reviews. So as Please. you leave a five-star review, throw on there and be like, hey, stop doing bullshit episodes because we want you to cover topics. Or, what? hey, why don't you guys cover this topic? J just leave. More guests, less guests. Yeah, just, and, tell, us know, just tell us. What, tell us what to do. Leave a five-star review. Five stars. Leave us five stars. We're here for you. Pretty please. And uh, and a little note. That'll help us out. Yeah. And for those that can't figure out how to do that, because I did have that problem with uh, um, Brian was telling me. So if you go to your library on whatever app you're using and you and you click on the podcast, there is nowhere to do it but unless you scroll all the way down. Mm -hmm. So if you go in the library and you click Whiskey and White Tales and it shows our episodes, if you scroll down right now, it'll go down to episode 120. So you got to go through, what, 10 episodes? Some, mm -hmm. And at the bottom it says tap to rate. And then you can do a five-star review. And then below that it says write a review. So you click write a review. And then you just type in the title of the review, how many stars you want to give us, mm -hmm. and the review. Money. Bam that easy okay all right folks hope you have a great week thanks for listening okay bye bye